Perfect. So, oh, well, it's a rollicking good start because I need to <clears throat> just need to clear my throat. We don't have a cough button, unfortunately. But yeah, for the uh, the visual watchers at home um, who are watching the stream live, yeah, welcome to episode what have you? 78. 78. And then for the um, audio listeners at home, also welcome to episode 78 of the uh, the podcast. And for people watching, there's a lot more information we need to g- give you guys because you'll probably notice that um, I'm looking pretty crisp. You are looking very crisp, Carl. I'm looking very, very crisp on my webcam. And that's because um, I have uh, done a thing. And that thing is I have borrowed a new camera from my girlfriend yeah. who has a very high quality camera. Um, that is better than the quality of my webcam that she uses for things. And I thought, I'm going to try it and see if it can work as my webcam, which it does, leading to this way better quality than we normally have for my videos. I was going to say, unfortunately, it's not for my end. Like, I'm mm-hmm. still using the same um, same webcam that we already had, but, like, it's on my list of things to get to like, improve this setup, especially now yeah. that we're doing a um, podcast where I'm a bit more, like, visible rather than a tiny little the corner screen. Yeah, and um, that is um, in anticipation for um, the office, which we can get to in a moment. But before that, I've got some news, Lucas, because I did something today. Oh? Yeah. Um, actually, I did something yesterday, and that thing that I did yesterday was absolutely shit my pants. Because I checked my phone. Better. Yeah, I, I checked my phone, because I have two phones. I have my business phone, which is just the phone I use for everyday life, and then I have my old phone, um, which I use for shit that I don't want people to call me for. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So uh, that's my number that's registered for like Amazon and stuff like that. I've got a package that I don't want my number ending up on the next spam call list. So if anyone needs my number, fuck it. Just give them that one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I checked that phone yesterday because I ordered pizza. And that's the one, again, just eat, call that phone. I went, um, I've got a message from the NHS here. Um, It says that I can go in tomorrow for, for my um, AstraZeneca COVID-19 jab. Hell yeah. Holy fuck. So uh, that's been my entire day. <laughs> so I have had my first... Um, COVID-19 vaccination. Ooh. So in 11 weeks, I will have uh, completed my course um, of the vaccination. I don't know why it's 11 weeks. Like, fuck it, whatever. It has been yeah. an experience. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah, that's the thing is that like, I know uh, many of my family work in the NHS and like back, you know, when the, the vaccines first started, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you know, I've, I've got my first vaccination. And like this month, they're like, oh, um, yeah, well, like I'm fully vaccinated now. I've got my second job, and I'm like, Jesus, that takes a while. Yeah, but as promised, I have here. This is a shot of Jack Daniels, and before anyone asks or anyone tries to like um, uh, come in and be smart, smart alecky about it, I've checked. Um, you are able to have a drink after having the COVID jab. It does not impact the effectiveness of the jab at all, okay, so long yeah. as you drink responsibly. So that's like you can have a celebratory. Um, uh, like glass of wine or two, or in my case, a shot of beer. Oh, sorry, <laughs> a shot of whiskey and a pint of beer. So I have in front of me as well my pint of Guinness that my girlfriend went out and bought for me special today. No, oh, no. Nice. For the jab, and I'm gonna try and open it with um, again the video watches uh, the people watching the stream live. You get all this extra bonus. So there's a fact fiend bottle opener that you can't buy anywhere. This is a gift from a fan from the live event. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, that. And I will say, by the way, uh, I've just noticed, I'm like mm-hmm. trying to crop like little uh, Discord bits out of my, my stream. You aren't in like 16.9. I don't know what like, perspective yeah. your camera's yeah, actually I, in. We don't know what the problem is. Like I said, my girlfriend uses this for things. 
Mm. And um, it's just a problem you have to zoom in, but we can't do it on Discord, unfortunately. Ah, right, okay. I was uh, wondering then, I was like, hang on, I've just noticed that Carl's got black bars around him. What's going on? Yeah, it's something about um, using the camera as a webcam. It puts it in like the webcam right, um, dimensions, yeah. not widescreen. So it's the one of those things where like I'd rather have the better quality than the better aspect yeah. ratio. hundred percent. I don't I don't know about you, but yeah. I'm so sure got... it's something we can like figure out down the line at the office and stuff like that eventually, but Yeah. Uh, when we get like Nisha or something in who's like more um, equipped to handle this than I am because <laughs> she's just more tech savvy. But yeah, for the audio listeners at home, they've not really had much content so far. But no, yeah, I I'd, was pouring myself a nice pint of ice cold Guinness into an ice cold glass. And I will clarify, like I, I'd made a joke on Twitter of like, yeah, I'll have a shot as well. No, you don't um, need to make. I'm not because like I don't want to drink in celebration of like me being sorrowful of not having a vaccine. <laughs> that seems really, really sad, and like I don't genuinely want to do it. But I don't want somebody afterwards being, well, Lucas never actually did his shot. It's like that was that was called a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. I'm not like, drinking in sorrow. Like that's I, not the stage am I yet. No, I was I was gonna do this the moment I got in. I was oh, going right, to, at yeah. the moment I got, but then I realised I've got work to do. Yeah. Um, because I apparently the the vaccine will kick your ass about 12 hours after taking it. I've seen you, a lot of people say the day after is rough, yeah. Yeah, you, so I thought, well, I'm going to maximise the amount of time I'm going to have just, you know, just without being on my ass. So mm. I thought, I'll edit all my videos first. I'm going to write my articles tomorrow when I don't really have to be um, that compass mentus. And I went to the gym first thing this morning, which is why I'm a bit tired. Because I woke up at... mentus, Carl? Yeah, compass menace. I've not heard that word before, but I like it. This is a Latin term. It means like you're just like all there in the head. Oh, okay. Um, There's probably like, um, I'm probably mispronouncing it, but yeah, I've uh, yeah. had a l- very long day today. And uh, first of all, just actually registering for a GP to get my jab was an absolute ball ache. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, because um, you've heard privately, haven't you, Lucas, by just woes of trying to get. Yeah, uh, you've yeah, mentioned COVID. like on um, some like smash rooms and stuff, and like just in general recording. I'm yeah. just like, yep, yeah, I still uh, still haven't been able to get fucking registered somewhere. So I can set the scene for this one because um, in the UK you ha- you register with a GP. Um, generally, you'll keep your GP for the rest of your life, and it's not really been all that important right up until um, the advent of COVID, and um, in regards, like, in specifically the vaccine because to get your vaccine they do it through your gp and my gp for my entire life has been in scunthorpe that's where i was born that's where i was registered even if i went through to pontefract which is where i lived from my age two i was still registered as being in scunthorpe it's it's such a ball ache to transfer your gp and that obviously it took me a few years before like like living in liverpool city center where it's like well my gp is only half an hour away like if i've got a problem i'll just travel half an hour and yep. then eventually I got around to like, no, no, I should register a bit closer to like, you know, my local one. But yeah, generally speaking, when it's within, you know, an hour worth of traveling, it's not really worth it because you don't go yep. to your GP that often, generally speaking. I've never been. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, since I turned 16 years old, I've never been to a GP because if I've ever had a problem, like, I mean, university was a fucking like walking clinic around the corner. Yeah. Or yeah, anything. True. But um, the problem was, like, when I heard, oh, to get your vaccine, you have to be registered with a GP. I'm like, fuck, am I still registered back in Scunthorpe? Mm. So I called them up and I checked. Oh, yeah, hi, my name's Carl Smallwood. I'd like to check. Am I still on the books? And then, yeah, you are, Mr. Smallwood. Anything else can help you with? And I try to make small talk. I'm like, oh, no, no. I was just worried because, you know, I want to get the jab. And um, I've, I moved to Sheffield a couple of years ago and I was worried that you'd have taken me off the books. I'm like, oh, so you live in Sheffield now, Mr. Smallwood? 
well, yeah, but I can travel back through. Well, unfortunately, we can't keep you on our books. Boom. That was it. End of the conversation. Didn't even finish talking. Just took me off and hung up. Yep. And I've just basically spent the last two months just scrambling to apply to every GP in Sheffield and none of them will take me on. And then yesterday, I didn't even know a GP had taken me on because they've just added me to their books and then put me in for the vaccine. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I just had to like scramble to figure out where the hell I was going. Mm-hmm. And I make I made the assumption after reading the message to go to my GP. Because I googled the name of the one that accepted me, went there, and I turn up on the door and, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here for the vaccine. Oh, you don't come here for it. What do you mean oh. I don't come here? Where do I go? Well, you got to go to this location here. Where's that? Well, it says in the text. And I hold up the text to the door because I'm talking to them from a doorway on an intercom. Where does it say that? And they said, well, right there. Like, no, that's the area I live in. I went, no, that's the, um, there's a COVID vaccination site in this area. You've got to go there. And I'm like looking at this message, like, how am I supposed to know that? Yeah. How was I supposed to know that I don't go to the name that's at the bottom? And keep in mind as well, this is the only um, uh, interaction I've had with any offic- in any anyone in an official capacity about where to go. So I got a text telling me they're doing drop-in centers, but it didn't give me any information about where to go. No email address, or like, no link to click to guide me, no map thing, no address, no postcode, nothing. Just you can go get it tomorrow. You've got eight hours warning, yeah. go. And I rock up and there's 500 people in the queue. Of course there is. Because I had to get an Uber to the location because I checked, oh, it's 45 minutes away if I'm full. So all that faff about trying to get um, a GP that's local was complete nonsense because they made me like go an hour away anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That's rough. I'm like, uh, to clarify, you know, I'm... Um, not in the, the same like vaccine age bracket as you, even though we're like there's less than a year between us. But I'm thirty. Carl's and you're twenty nine. I haven't. So for me, like that whole process is still to come, and that you know these are many of the reasons why we're like talking about the office as if it's like still a while off. Because you know, for me to be vaccinated and travel down there is still a while off. Because yeah, it's at least wait two for months. Me to be like twenties to be allowed vaccines. Because yeah. fuck that system. And then um, then I've got to wait like multiple months to get my second vaccine. Then the two weeks to like make sure you're fully vaccinated after you've had the jab. Yeah, it's going to be at least two months for me mm. before I'm able to do anything. But like, you know, I'm planning in anticipation of when I will be fully vaccinated. And so the thing that was amusing to me is um, I posted, um, you know, on Twitter and so all the social media. Look, I'm getting the jab tomorrow because I feel it's important at this point that the amount of disinformation out there from like massive I think it's Seth not Seth Rogan it's um who's that fucking knobhead uh, the MMA guy so when chat's going to tell Rogan? me Joe Rogan Joe Rogan yeah he's telling his audience of like 10 million people like oh yeah if you're if you're about 20 years old and you're healthy don't get the jab it's like no fuck off don't tell people <sighs> that God damn it. It's like, oh, so it's like, yeah, I'm going to get the jab tomorrow. And my favorite thing is, like, I just posted a screenshot of the text I got with um, some information blacked out. And Lucas, considering that this was a text from the NHS in regards to um, my medical records, do you want to guess what the um, uh, information that was blacked out by me was? I'm presuming probably, like, your address and, like, ID numbers and shit like that. Yeah, stuff that only um, the NHS or my GP um, would have access to, this information I provided to them. Mm-hmm. And in this text, though, they spelled the AstraZeneca vaccine and they spelled it wrong. And okay. I got a 
about half a dozen comments, um, a couple of direct messages, and one email informing me of this fact, telling me it might be a scam. And I just think it's really, really like impressive that people's first response upon seeing that is not that this was a mass text sent mm. out at the end of the day. So you can see in the, the screenshot that I showed, like it's ha- sent at half four. So that's the end <laughs> of the work day. Um, so hurriedly sent out by a nurse who is probably overworked mm-hmm. um, from a spreadsheet she barely knows how to operate. Like yeah, after... that's the thing. If they're sending you, presumably, like, they have your address, your phone number, and your NHS number, mm-hmm. I'm presuming. And yet, they'd have all of that information, but still be, like, making the mistake of spelling something wrong for a scam. Yeah. So it's like, what's more likely here that an overworked nurse sending out a mass text made a spelling mistake, or it's a vast conspiracy from someone who got <laughs> who already has all of my information? Yeah, like enough information to impersonate me. I'm going to say mm-hmm. uh, to steal more things from me by directing yeah. me towards a fucking medical center that's full of people and cameras. <laughs> and that was just interesting to me to see of like. If you think about it for more than thirty seconds, it's like, of course, like just look at it and see how it blacks information out. Surely, like that, sure, like surely you'd think that that's um, identifiable information you don't want to share online. It's like, no, 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 this is clearly a scam from someone who has already has all the information they'd need to scam you anyway. But yeah, exactly. That's the weird thing, isn't it? If like, if somebody has your phone number and your NHS number and shit like that, it's like they probably already have the ability to find out other parts of your information on. Yeah, just claim your identity on shit. Yeah. And so. I just found that really funny. And the amount of... Um, thankfully, the amount of people, um, like conspiracy theorists, was like limited to about two or three people. Mm. I'm not sure what it says about the audience, but um, most of them were limited to Instagram. So like, when I went and checked the Instagram comments, there was like oh, three okay. people in there being like, huh, you really think the vaccine's going to deleted? Blocked. Yeah, of course. No, no interaction with that person anymore. I have no time for this. I've not been able to hug my mum in a year, fuck off. I've not got See, time. Carl, the conspiracy theory I want to bring up, though, is what happened to the lonely dildo? Or where did the lonely <laughs> dildo come from? <laughs> okay, so Lucas, what do you know about the lonely vibrator? All I saw was, like, uh, the subtweet of that tweet being like, oh, I've queued up for my vaccine and I found a lonely vibrator on the floor. Okay, so I'll set the scene. I arrived... Like after like going to my GP and then getting the rigmarole of like, no, you need to go here, 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 and here. Okay, because I get an Uber and I go to the place and my Uber driver pulls up and he goes, the fuck is going on here? It's like, oh, it's, it's the vaccine. Uh, can you drive me to the end of the queue, please? And he drives like another minute to get me to the end of the queue, which is going like across three fucking streets. And he's into a building that is the size of my flat. Oh my I'm God. like, okay, fair enough. Um, I guess I'm just stuck here for the long haul. And I wanted to take a picture of the line. And I did take a picture of the line sent out to my mum. Mm-hmm. Uh, my yeah. girlfriend and all that stuff. I thought, and I thought about posting it online, so I realised I'm going to be here for two hours. And I you're posting your location, essentially. I cannot trust people on the internet not to try and turn up and say hello, even though I'm in a queue to get a fucking vaccine jab during a uh, pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while I was just like, the queue was going, I'm just sat listening to music, just you know, just standing, shuffling my feet, and the queue did go really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I just turned, and there was an alleyway next to me, and just like a pink thing was on the floor, and I went, fuck is that? Like, is that a vibrator? Because no one had noticed it. No one's looking at it. And I'm that is a vibrator. Definitely a vibrator. And I got my phone out and I like took a picture and I zoomed in and I thought, oh my God, it is. So I just took a photo. I, I was just so amazed. It's just there in the middle of the street. 
Oh God! Like, where do you think it came from, though, Carl? I don't know. That's the thing. Because I remember, like, a couple of months after the pandemic, when Joey had that brief respite, and I went out mm. for a jog and saw a condom on the floor. I the, the classic thing you see after a <laughs> night out of, like, the ripped condom wrapper, and I went, nature is healing. Someone yeah. got railed in an alleyway. That's definitely, like, Sheffield's getting back on track. But just seeing just a f- presumably quite expensive fiber, because I don't know how much they cost, but I presume they cost more than the amount of money you'd be willing to drop out of your pocket and not go pick it up. Yeah, exactly. It's not like they cost a couple of quid. I know that much. But, um, yeah, like, it's weird to me because I the only reason right now why I would assume that people are, you know, having vibrators would be out in the wild would be to get delivered to people, yes. you know, who are indoors, like, 24-7. Like, who's, who needs the pocket dildo? And I'll be honest as well, that wouldn't fit in a pocket. No, it didn't. that was not one of your like silver bullets or whatever they've got. This was like a fucking just like big gym, Mister. You need to get the job done quick. <laughs> this was like the Black and Decker um, uh, power drill that you get out when like I'm not doing this by hand. Yeah, the, the uh, manual I, screwdriver ain't working. It's like yeah, I need some fucking electric power to get this bastard done. God. And, just, and I just saw it. It's like what 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 a neat thing to see. Yeah, and someone, and someone in chat just said, and I can. They've done that um, sarcastic SpongeBob thing, but I can 100% imagine this happening if I would have posted my location. Can I shake your hand, mate? Oh, yeah. And you know someone would have done that. Oh, can I have a hug? Can we have a selfie together? It's like, no, piss off, please. I, I'm literally in the queue to get my vaccine. I'm, I'm meant to be six foot away from you at all times. <laughs> and that's what I'll say. Everyone in the queue, social distance the entire way down. Well, and it, you, and it went. you would imagine that the people who were there to get vaccinated are taking this shit seriously. Yeah, and the queue was, like, for as long as it was, it was fucking rapid. Considering mm-hmm. we went in, when I finally got in there, it was a building with three rooms in it with three nurses. Just fucking and, going at it. And they were fucking on it. Like, I sat yeah. down, I barely had time to give her my details. And the moment she finished that final stroke, I went, okay, name, done, information correct, boom, the needle's already in my arm. <laughs> no chance to argue. It's like, pull it out, wiped it off, gave me the card, went, read this, you'll get a message in 11 weeks to come back. Mm-hmm. Done. Straight out the door. No messing around. <laughs> well, that's good to hear that at least it's like being efficient and it's not a proper ball like to go get a vaccine because I know that when it first came out, like, my um, the the first person I heard about going to get a vaccine, they were like, "Oh, I had to take my granny to go get her vaccine," mm-hmm. and it was just completely just a mess, and like no one knew what was going on. It was one of the first days of doing with vaccines, and I was like, "This sounds really bad and really stressful and and really dangerous, really dangerous as well." And it, that is not the kind of environment that is going to you know make people want to go get a vaccine if they're not really feeling up to it. Yeah, when they make but... like keep in mind as well, um, if I'd not ordered a takeaway yesterday and checked that phone that I don't like say the only other time I check it is when me and you record and we'd already finished recording. Yeah. And the text went out after we finished recording. So if me and my girlfriend had not ordered a, t- a takeaway yesterday and I'd got that phone out, I wouldn't have known that I could have gotten the vaccine and I would be one of those people who missed it. And I guess for like uh, people our age, that's probably not a usual thing because most of us have our, our phones glued to our pockets at all times. Pretty but, much, yeah. But like, you I know, don't... especially when the vaccines are going to people are uh, uh, like older than us, mm-hmm. like people who don't necessarily like have their phones on them at all time. Like, I know, you know, my nan doesn't walk around with her phone on her, like not all the time. You know, she'll check it a couple of times a day or whatever. But yeah, I can't imagine like 
how stressful it is the idea that oh if i don't check my phone within this like six hour period i might just miss needing to get the vaccine yeah and um admittedly they were doing it over the course of several days and i just wanted to be one of the first ones in i'm not messing oh, okay i want it done i want to get it over and done with yeah i have complete trust in science that they've got this shit figured out plus carl you'll have 5g wherever you go to that's, that's the fun. best one yeah i've got like that portable 5g action like, i don't get it because that's the weirdest thing isn't it of like oh but um they're trying to get 5G within everyone and trying to track everyone's... A, your phones fucking track you all the time and listen to you 24-7, so what's your issue with that? Like, you've the- got a device that does that and you're fine with it. And B, it's like, oh, but, like, 5G is like, mate, yeah, download speeds. There's nothing more hilarious than people saying it's the government conspiracy to control you um, uh, and track where you are from Twitter, from their iPhone, on Twitter from their <laughs> iPhone, and also insisting that, oh, it's um, a government ploy to instill obedience in you. I refuse to listen. Why are you refusing to listen? Oh, I saw a post on Facebook telling me not to. <laughs> it's like, so you will listen to someone, but as long as they tell you that you're smart and special and that you should feel um, great for being smarter than everybody else and figuring this out. Yeah. And like, I'm sure there's uh, just a bunch of fucking... Like, you know, cartoon comics and comic strips, just making fun of those kind of people um, that you see all the time. But yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Of like, no, 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 I'm not going to listen to what the government tell me. I'm not just blindly obedient. Like, somebody else, as they're just being blindly obedient to a random post on Facebook. And it's like, yeah. Well, that's uh, just the, one of those legendary tweets on, um, that will go down forever. You just um, uh, your parents twenty years ago don't believe everything you read on the internet, and then your parents <laughs> today, and it's just like freedom Facebook told me Hillary invented AIDS. <laughs> I think our friend Charlie hit the nail on the head. Where it's um, people over seventy of like what like eighty ninety percent uptick on the jab, mm-hmm. and then it cratered the moment you got to over fifties. Yeah. And our friend Charlie went well because people over seventy and over don't have access to the internet. And if they do, it's very limited and they only use very specific things. People over 50 have access to Facebook. Yeah. And they're fucking morons because they don't they don't have the li- like the computer literacy to pass information on the internet. And then once it's going to get to people like um, 30 and over, it's going to go back up because that includes people our age who aren't yeah. fucking morons and have been um, uh, convinced by Facebook. And just people, I'd say, who are a bit more tech literate who know like, the kind of things to look out for that are dodgy anyway. So it's like, yeah. yeah. Freedom.Facebook. That's the one. But you know, that's, that's been my adventure. Like it was pretty good. I saw, you know, just the lonely vibrator, uh, band name <laughs> calling it. It's mine. And I that, got my job. Screams like, um, you know, like parks and recreation where Andy's constantly changing yeah. mouse rat's name. Yeah. It's like lonely vibrator totally sounds like one of his band names right there. Yeah. And <laughs> so, I presume tomorrow I'm going to feel like shit, but for the rest of this evening, I'm in good spirits. And I mean, well, I'm in really good spirits. You can stream later. That's oh, yeah. Right. That's me. For the rest of this evening, I'm going to be all right. But tomorrow, it's going to kick my ass. Yeah. And for all the people that get worried about that, like, that's a good sign. Yeah. It means my body's fighting it. Yeah. It means that it's actually working and you're not. I've seen a lot of people compare like that to being actually ill. And it's like, no, it kicks your ass a little bit, but. It's nothing compared to having actual COVID, which or, is the entire point. Or giving it to someone that you care about and killing them. Because I'll tell you what, uh, you could be as healthy as a horse, but the knowledge that you killed a close family member, that shit's going to weigh on you. Yeah, 100%. And it's just funny that the pe- there's some people going like, man, I've seen that like 
these people aren't feeling well the day after they get the vaccine. That's not safe. It's like, yeah, and that's a mild form of COVID. Imagine what real COVID's like to get, you fucking assholes. It's like, Lucas, did you know um, that I feel like sore after I go to the gym, therefore exercise is bad? No, I've, I've been campaigning for many years that exercise is awful for you, Carl. Like, uh, how, can ex- how can exercise be good for me if it makes me feel... Did you know that vegetables don't taste very nice? How can they be good for me if they don't taste nice? Things that are salty and fatty taste all the nicer, Carl. So they're better for you, yeah. That's yeah. science. Like it's almost like sometimes you have to do things that like you have to just have that bit of medicine. You've got to take that pill. You do. you got to eat that shit sandwich. Like, I don't want to eat a shit sandwich. Like, no one wants to eat a shit sandwich, but today's your turn. It's like, I do wish they gave us a spoonful of sugar with the COVID vaccine. Oh, man, I want a lollipop. <laughs> like, why does it stop being acceptable? To get to given give... a lollipop after you've been the doctor. Mate, what do you think this is? This is my lo- this is my <laughs> treat. I got a bath earlier as well. I got some oh, small... No. I put like fucking like muscle relaxant salts in my bath. It's like, yeah. Enjoying it. But no. that's enough from me now. What have you been up to this week, mate? Uh, not too much. Um, not too much. I, um, I don't know if we've really mentioned it like on stream, but uh, Nisha's had some like PC problems. So yes, she has. I've mainly just like been editing a few more Fat Fiend videos than normal. So yeah, Nisha's computer just up and died on her and she had to send it off. And it's not something we announced on the channel because just doing that is automatically going to invite uh, just the bad advice from people who think they're helping, but they're not helping. Because all I can imagine if we announce that is, oh, well, she thought about sending it off to get it fixed. No, she was just going to sit there <laughs> just and not do work. So of course she's going to get it fixed. But like, yeah. you know, it's it's an ongoing issue that needs to be solved. Yeah, her computer had broken. She couldn't edit and she also couldn't record. Yeah. Um, because she had no way of transferring like any audio she recorded to a device that would allow it to like, be sent to us to edit. Um, so an issue. for all of those people that don't like me on Fat Fiend videos, they're going to have a treat for the next like two months. Uh, no, it'll be in two months' time. Well, we in two months' time, for about a month, maybe. Yeah, because uh, Nisha was not available all to record videos. All those Lucas haters videos. are going to have a fun time. And uh, it's actually you know, quite handy that my COVID vaccine... Um, uh, arrive now, like happen now, because I'm going to be presumably out of action for a couple of days while I just like you know get over whatever the uh, uh, the side effects are, and uh, it's just we're all going to take the weekend off just to allow us all to catch up on editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just yeah, I, we didn't announce it, and I don't think Nisha announced it because we just didn't want people saying, "Well, have you tried doing it?" Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like the, there's no need because all that happened was look. I sent, like, well, not me, but from Nisha's perspective, is like, I sent it to someone that's going to fix it, and they're going to send yeah. it back. Job's done. It's just a matter of waiting. Like, what else am I supposed to do? And because you know it would be, have you tried do it? It's like, <sighs> yeah. yeah. So I and just I told just Nisha, it's... just take the time that you need, and um, once it comes back, um, we're going to take the rest of the week off for editing, and then get back to um, proper filming next week. So as well, I need to go to the office, which can bring us to I have a new office, which is not really a big deal for anyone who watches videos, because the videos will, in all likelihood, look exactly the same. With the exception, when you sorted the office out, yeah, yeah. With the exception of maybe some videos I might have to record next week, because I'm still in the same building, but I'm quite literally moving up in the world because they're moving <laughs> me to a higher floor, which has windows, and it's a bigger space. You've seen pictures of the space, haven't you, Lucas? I've seen like pictures of the the building. Oh, the layout. Yeah, I did take yeah. pictures when I went to see. I've got the keys now, but I've got sense of the group chat things. So I guess I can just do that now. It's like it as well. It's just a boring, empty room. So I'm not really sure what else you're supposed to say. Yeah, but... 
I'm not going to be able to to get much of a, a grasp on the the space because it will just be white empty room. But yeah. But I've just sent the picture to you now. You can have a quick um, have a look. Like it's just a wider open space. And that's from each corner of the room. Cool. Just so you can get just so you can get a feel for um, what we have. Oh God! Like just uh, all my messages are lined. Like why have I got like eight different chats on the go in ten minutes? It's okay, Jesus. Lucas. It's okay. And then you know what? I'll send you a lonely vibrator as well. There you go. Because he just stands out so much. He's just he's so pink. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, we've got some giant, just like floor-to-ceiling windows, which gives a lot more natural light. So whilst the videos will look the same, the lighting will, in in all likelihood, be a bit better. Mm -hmm. Just because we'll have natural light pouring in. Uh, People say, no, the concrete green screen. That's already been done for a month. We've been recording in the original office for a month now. Yeah. It's just that we've had so many videos in reserve that we've not started editing those yet. So, mate, you're a month behind already. <laughs> already, you're behind in the context. You know what? We've got this. We've got this shit on lock at the moment, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to be moving all of the uh, like sensitive and delicate things, just like the uh, the camera, um, all the computing equipment. We've got hard drives, like t-shirts, like stationery, that sort of thing. And then there's a porter going to come in and move all of the heavy stuff, like the desks, the chairs, the furniture. Right. Uh, but I'm not sure when he's going to be able to do that. So I might have to just stick the green screen just up vertically and then stand and not move. And then not move. And you then know, we go. I, I'd kind of like it if instead you put the green screen on the floor and just like and sat story time mode. I did think of doing screen. that as well. So we'll have to figure something out. Maybe I'll put it on the floor and sit down and we'll just have story time with Carl for a couple of episodes. <laughs> or I'll stand it up vertically. Yeah. So that's something we need to figure out at the moment. And that's something, something I'm going to play around with next week when I have the space. Uh, but the idea is to fully kit that out, which is why we have this new camera set up um, uh, for this video. It's just a, a trial of sorts to see would this work. And it evidently does. Yeah. Um, it's much better quality. And the idea will be the uh, the new office. I'm going to buy sofas. I'm going to buy a new PC. I'm going to buy um, uh, just big comfy chairs for everything. Like, um, we've already got a TV in there, but I'm also going to bring buy myself personally like a new xbox and then take my xbox to the office i'm gonna get all the consoles in there and it'll just be fully kitted out for streaming when we're all able to return to the office hell yeah That's and yeah so we can just crack straight the fuck on and say if we're doing stuff like this like when we're at the office we'll have like you know big sofa chair in the middle all the stuff professional looking camera it's gonna look great hell yeah and that's just in anticipation of when we're all able to go back to the office because you know what i feel we've had a good month or two um, with the uh, start of the year. Just YouTube pushed a lot of our videos a lot um, harder than it normally does. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take that money and invest it in just a better workspace for us all to uh, hopefully make us feel better about not working <laughs> from home. Because working from home is great, but I, 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 I kind of want to get back to the office just because you know, I miss the energy of recording in person. Yeah, I know what you mean totally. And it's one of those things that uh, we mentioned over and over again. Like We want to make sure we do it safely wait till people are vaccinated and stuff but yeah like when we are able to do all that i safely I really yes. enjoy it because recording in person is a completely different experience like yeah. not sure if people understand or not but it's not exactly the same when i'm just looking at an image of you through a screen yeah and even now with the podcast where i can see you we still might have that still like you know that minor delay where we'll talk over each other and we'll have that moment of like oh oh oh, oh sorry mate you're gonna continue yeah That's totally all. And um, it's so much harder during, like, you know, fat theme recording or gameplay recording because we literally can't see each other. So we don't, 
have that visual aid to give us an idea of, oh, they're, they're winding down a little bit. Yeah, and uh, something that I would like to address, because uh, I posted about this just on the community tab, just mm. on YouTube. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. Um, if people don't know, we're back at the office now, and I've going to be upgrading all the office equipment. Um, and it won't affect videos, but it's just a thank you for everyone who stuck with the channel um, since it started. Um, and there was just a weird like um, subset of comments on that that were like, you know, you don't have to work remotely just because the government tells you to. You can come into the office <sighs> if you want. And it's like, they, you're acting like we didn't come to this decision ourselves and that I that everyone on the channel doesn't have agency to make this decision for themselves. Because, <laughs> Lucas, you can confirm, right? You could, if you want to come to the office, you can, as long as we, like, you know, we social distance and all that stuff. You just don't want to. Yeah, especially when it's like a two, two and a half hour train journey up to the office where I'm not just dealing with like social distancing from Carl, I also have to deal with the general fucking public. Yeah. And I respect that. So there's no rush or push for you to come back to the office. It's going to be like whenever you feel comfortable when you're able to. And mm-hmm. presumably that's going to be when we all have our vaccine jab. But yeah. yeah, the amount of people who seem to think that we are being forced to work remotely instead of it is a active choice we are making for the sake of our own health and well-being and comfort. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the day I blindly listen to Boris Johnson's instructions is the day I'm not Lucas anymore. Yeah, I'm making this is this is a decision we are all making independently for mm-hmm. our own health and the health of those we care about. Yeah, and it's one of those especially like, you know, uh, again, like we're trying to follow government advice. But we understand that... I'm trying to follow scientists' advice. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I I can try and follow that advice, but at the end of the day, we're just trying to follow the science. And as much as we can understand the science and as much as, you know, just being cautious about everything, because why why not when we can be cautious about it? Yeah, I can. And the position that we're in um, does afford us a great degree of freedom to, Mm -hmm. you know, do things like work from home. And I, I feel like such a prick as well. I was like, no, you have to come back to the office. Why? Videos are getting the exact same views they always do. We're editing everything fine. There's no issues. Yeah. Like, And plus, well, would you really want to do that to placate weirdos who want you to risk your own health for the sake no. of their entertainment? No, fuck Exactly. Up. And the thing <laughs> is, we always say, like, okay, well, if, if, if somehow we figured out that actually there is no risk in me going to visit you, that this was all some weird conspiracy. We didn't know that at the time, and I'd rather, like, you know, try to be as safe as possible. Like, Plus if, as well. it, if it did somehow in some alternate universe where, oh, actually, going on a train and seeing you in person is safe, like, who cares? We're trying to just be as safe as we know we can. Yeah, that'd be the thing, wouldn't it? Like, oh, what about if it's all fake? And it's, oh, no, I made decisions. Uh, like I made selfless decisions that I thought would help others. Yeah. With, oh, no. Oh, what, right. What does that say about you as a person? It's like, oh no, you, you actively chose to make selfless decisions for the benefit of us to to safeguard the health and well being of strangers. What what an idiot you are! How <laughs> caring about other people. It's so bizarre, isn't it? Of like, okay, well, what what if masks don't work? Well, I just had to wear a mask for twenty minutes on my face while I was at the shop. Yeah, who cares? It's like. What, I, and as well, the thing is, I think we talked before, it's, um, they don't protect you from the virus. They protect other people from you. Mm-hmm. And when you're getting to the point where someone's arguing that they don't care, th- there's no argument. Like, why would you even continue that conversation? Because their, <laughs> uh, their entire argument boils down to, I don't care about other people. I only care mm-hmm. how it impacts me. Yep. At that and point, you- as you say, 
How do you argue with that? No, you can't argue against that level of self-delusion and entitlement. It's because no, they're always going to win. Mm-hmm. It's like, and... yes, but I want to be selfish. It's like, okay, then you win, I guess. No. You almost have to respect <laughs> just that level of selfishness. Yeah. Oh, dear. And there's not really much to say about it. Other there than, isn't. like, they're just fucking morons and they're not worth entertaining. <laughs> it's like, you know what? We'll figure it out and we'll do what we feel is, like, good and comfortable for us. Yeah. And uh, us. Uh, I'm happy for you to keep doing that, which apparently makes me an idiot. So that, the another one I got, well, I actually got to do something. Why are, you, why are you getting a bigger office? You should just keep recording in your home. It's like, fuck you, I do what I want. Yeah, and like, oh no, I want to use my success to have a more comfortable lifestyle and have a cooler office space. And Plus as well, it's going to directly benefit all the viewers because when we're able to get back to the office, like this new space is going to be fully kitted out for streaming for more interactive content. Yeah, That is yeah. the plan. Obviously, we can't do anything with it now, but while it's cheap and while I've got all this fucking free time, I may as well just prepare for it. Because as well, I think... Just for me, I feel like this is a turning point. It's like, you know, I've got the job, I've got the new office. It's all happening just round about the same time. So yeah. for me, this feels like just you know, the, the turning point in this pandemic where things are going to start getting back um, to some level of normalcy. Mm-hmm. To the, the new normal, whatever that will may be. Yeah. And like, as well, just, it, it'd be nice when I go record, even if I'm recording on my own, to have natural light going into the office. That is true, yeah. Plus as well, I want to get a coffee machine because that means if I buy a coffee machine for the office, I can bring my coffee machine from home. Because I'm technically not allowed to do this, but I want to bring my coffee machine from home and take the new coffee machine for the office and put that in my house. <laughs> so I want to get a coffee machine for the office as well. Nice, yeah. I'm going to get a coffee That's machine, cool. mini fridge. We're going to get a mate. It's going to be fucking swag as well. We're gonna, I we're can't gonna wait it. for like to, to finally get back to the office and like come in and say, oh, cool, there's a coffee machine. Oh yeah, it's £2 per use, mate. Like, yeah, mate, I've no, got, no. got to make that profit back so <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a there's a vendor machine everything's triple price like, oh, yeah. no, the thing as well I'm waiting for is someone to say can we have an office tour it's like no because the instant I point this camera out the window someone's going to figure out where we are exactly where you are and I to... can instantly knowing Sheffield look out that window and know where that office is and someone's going to turn up and ask for me and uh, I don't want to deal with that no and that's a weird thing, isn't it? Where um, just insisting on your privacy is, for some reason, a controversial statement if you're a YouTuber. Because have you seen any of the, uh, the the blowback I've had to this? I've seen bits on Twitter of the conversation, but I don't know what the like impetus for the conversation starting was. Okay, well, um, one of the videos that went out recently, because that's the thing we record so far ahead, where I don't know when certain videos have come out. Mm-hmm. And um, we mention, you know, like, um, things related to the channel and like you know, our personal lives in videos and every now and again yeah. so that, that will filter back to me on social media or what have you but I have no context for it because obviously it's a video I recorded months ago and you forgot that you recorded and what you said yeah yeah and I saw it go up like you know one month ago and then watched it then just to make sure there's no mistakes or anything that I would have like you know added to it or changed and I've not thought about it since and I don't know the exact day it's going to go up and there was one that went up where we had a discussion at the end about the idea of people just continually trying to track us down ah. and contact everyone in regards to the channel and specifically try and track down and contact me and ask for things like my address mm-hmm. or where I work or like, you know how to meet me personally. And in one case, someone asked my brother um, for, his, for my phone number 
Oh, and yeah, I little... remember you mentioned that one, yeah. And I mentioned all that in the video, and um, I mentioned briefly that people have often asked us to get a PO box, and I've turned that down. So I don't want to give people the option or ability to send me dildos in the post that I have to pay to get delivered to my house. Mm. Just sounds like a bad idea, doesn't it? I mean, you've already got your lonely vibrator, Carl. I know, I saw that. That's that's, free. That's the thing, you can just find them on the floor growing wild. (laughs) You don't need to get sent them. And um, I'm not sure about you, but I have seen many a podcast and many... I've listened to many a podcast and seen many a video and many a post from a content creator who's tried... APO box and almost immediately shut it down because people cannot be trusted mm. to might be sensible. It's I I, uh, I think the best friends got sent a box of live ladybirds in one of theirs. That's it's like fuck. because that's the thing you can send in the mail. So they got a box of live ladybirds, and that's just not something you want to have to deal with. No, not really. So have you only had like any experience with that or like any podcast you've listened to? Just people mention it. Yeah, we had a PO box and people sent this. Uh, no, like, the only, like, I've not really experienced many people doing that, but, like, I've briefly heard um, people mention it, and it's, like, clearly when it's, you know, YouTube companies that have, like, you know, a dozen staff members and one person's job is to just go through all that stuff and filter out the bad stuff that never gets brought up. So I, I think it's not as bad, I guess, for those people because they have, yeah, a specific person hired to deal with stuff like that and we don't but um yeah in either way if i say i don't want the thing that i don't want yeah it. Uh, that should be the end of the argument is well i don't want it oh okay cool that that should be the conversation entirely yeah, like, you should Carl but, doesn't uh, feel comfortable having a po box yeah cool. but i got sent uh, there was a lot of blowback to that which culminated in i'll, I'll track it down now uh, because uh, i just got a very very angry message on that like someone was very upset at the idea that I don't want fans to have the ability to send me things in the post. Yeah, and that's the thing is like just okay, but some people want to send nice things. Well, that's great. What do they lose out? Like I don't understand what they lose out on is like the idea of not having to spend money and send you something. Mm-hmm. But we have it here. So this was in response to me just saying like, look, um, I don't want a PO box or anything like that. So I know he doesn't care and legit no one cares, but this whole thing has made me legitimately dislike Carl. He comes across as such an asshole. Like I get not wanting to give out your address. Of course, duh, if anyone wants that, they're an idiot and an asshole. And also they spelled um, these the wrong there. I get not unblocking folk if they piss you off and I get and getting annoyed that they are trying to hassle your friends and family. Again, assholes. But the smugness that he says he doesn't want to do this YouTuber thing, in quotes, like, dude, you are a YouTuber. And I don't want memes or jokes from my fans. I don't want a PO box for gifts. Like, fuck you, dude. These people are your fans. The same fans you claim to work so hard to cultivate. They will follow you when fucking goes away. Guess what, Carl? People follow you because you are a YouTuber. Get off your high horse. Seriously. And I simply responded, I am entitled to a private life. Yeah, and, 100%. And to my knowledge, cause, um, that thread was like three days ago, four days ago, according to his tweet, and that guy is still arguing with people in the comments. Oh, of course, yes. About his, my, you know, um, him being misinterpreted. But Lucas, thoughts? I just, like... Chat I as really well, thoughts. Yeah, yeah, like, weigh in in chat, because I don't understand the mindset of, like, well, Carl doesn't like this aspect of, you know, quote-unquote YouTube culture or, like, doing the YouTube thing, as, as <laughs> you, you've clearly said in that video. Like, okay, that's Carl pointing out. 
I don't enjoy that aspect of the job. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, we get to set our own boundaries and our own ways of doing these things because, you know, it's our, it's our own decisions. That's part of being a YouTuber is running things however you would like to run the channel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've clearly stated, I don't like this part of the normal YouTube thing. I'm not going to do it. Is it. No, 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 fuck you. You have to. You have to do it like everyone else. It's like, why? Why do we have to do it like everyone else? Clearly that shouldn't be the point of YouTube. You should be able to do whatever you want. Also, Lucas, um, just you are obligated that if I want to send you a meme, you have to look at it because you owe me, because I am your fan. Also, if I want to send you post to your house that you then have to read and thank me for, I should be able to do that because I am your fan. Yeah, I saw... um... I think I replied to one tweet where it's like, oh, all all you have to do is look at a picture from a fan. How is that hard? And I just replied something along the lines of, what those people don't remember is that it's not looking at one picture from one fan. It's looking at, you know, dozens of pictures, hundreds of pictures from fans over and over again, like for the foreseeable future of your life. And presumably having to spend some of your time replying to some of those as well. Yeah, and then as well, if I do reply, am I replying in the right way? Because um, I, do, I don't I do reply to messages as often as I used to, because obviously mm-hmm. just the amount of um, stuff I have on my plate now is just so much greater, and it takes so much more of my time. Um, but even when I did, I would get the occasion, like if someone sent me a, a message, oh, cheers, thanks. You'd be like, is that it? Cause yeah. What else <laughs> am I supposed to say? Like, we don't have... Any sort, I don't know how to respond to something like this because it's very personal, and I'm British. Yeah, we're not and great that with m- that kind of stuff. And yeah, and that- similar to like the PO box, where what if someone say sends you like I don't know a really really super expensive bottle of whiskey? Because mm-hmm. oh yeah, you know Carl drinks whiskey on the channel. Like, I'll send him this two hundred pound bottle. It's like what are you meant to do other than go uh like thank you? Yeah, like. What is the correct response to receiving that? Which brings us up to, um, I, I just posted that. I'm just like, look, why is this a thing I've got to deal with? Why is me asking for my privacy such a big deal? Um, someone decided to chime in and they said, um, and I quote, you're entitled to a private life, but... And you know it's a good one where it's like they say something that is completely non contrary like you're entitled to your private life, but... It's like, uh, I know you're right, however... Have you thought about it this way? I feel you really don't care about any of your fans at all. Don't become a YouTuber if you're incapable of showing any sort of appreciation for the people who become fond of you. And uh, Lucas, thoughts? As someone who knows that all the effort that goes in behind the scenes to ensure that the channel um, uh, uh, runs the way that it does. And you know... Um, from personal experience, from knowing me and seeing like my um, direct feedback on um, decisions made in regards to the channel, like just thoughts. Like I don't get that because I mean, from a purely YouTube aspect, is like a lot of the time you make decisions where we're not going to cram mid roll ads in, we're not going to do end roll ads, we're not going to take shitty sponsors that I don't approve of. Like you're going to do sponsors in, uh, you know, a bit more of a like a personal level a, a bit more choosy way mm-hmm. like you're not going to just take every single sponsor that comes to you so that's just in terms of the viewing experience like yeah those are decisions just... made purely for the fans because 
I, as a like frequent user of YouTube, hate those things and mm-hmm. thought to myself when I first started on the platform, well, if I hate these things, presumably everyone else does too, so why would I put something into my videos that I would personally find off-putting? Even though I know from you know working behind the scenes and seeing that aspect of the uh, the culture, it would make me like I want to say ten times more money. I would be close to a millionaire at this point if I sold out as hard as I some YouTubers have. Saw someone on YouTuber a while ago complaining about like the blowback with mid roll ads and stuff, and basically said, "Look, if I can get a mid roll ad into my video, that video will make three to four times the amount of money. Please leave me alone." Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get that side of things. I understand that, yeah, like, as a YouTuber, you you might be sitting there and going, look, for the sake of one mid-roll ad, like, I make so much more money, I think it's worth the payoff. And that's your choice to make as a, is, yeah. your creator running your channel. Like, that's your video. Um, but, yeah, like, the idea that you don't have them in means you are losing out on what sounds like a lot of potential money. I'd be a millionaire, probably. And people need to understand that side of things. Uh, like, and we're quite open in discussions about that on the every, channel. Every, every time, yeah. Every time um, it gets brought up, I always mention it. And I do that yeah. because, again, uh, if I was watching a channel and I saw they had a sponsor or they, like, you know, had received a windfall from a sponsor, I'd want to know where that money's going. And I would feel it'd be disingenuous. And if they didn't tell me where it was, I'd assume that um, there are some shenanigans afoot behind the scenes. Like, uh, for example, I always make sure to mention that sponsor money gets split evenly between all of my editors. Cause, mm-hmm. You know, you help make the channel what it is. And yeah, I want to clarify like, that because if I didn't say it out loud, if I didn't see someone say that out loud, I presume it wasn't the case. Yeah, and that's how most YouTube channels have run. Is like any anyone that isn't the person running the channel or like the people running the channel, I suppose, depending on the channel. Uh, anyone who's ancillary to that of like editors, people making artworks, mm-hmm. you know, things like the moderators, blah blah blah. Like they are not seen as like part of the channel. Therefore, just get paid what they get paid. Yeah, flat rate, and I don't think that's fair, especially when, like, you know, some of those people do actively contribute to the success of the channel in, like, you know, a quantifiable manner. And I, I just responded to that, and I'm deadly serious about this. And it is like, how much more of myself am I expected to put out there mm-hmm. um, for people to think that I'm grateful for the success that I have? I also want to point out as well, like, you know, that we started doing the podcast on stream. Uh, like we started doing mm-hmm. streaming it. Well, you started doing streaming in general, like to be able to talk to your fans a bit more. And like, yeah. you do Q and A at the end of a lot of your streams as well. At the end of all fans. My, at the end of almost every stream, I have an hour of Q and A. People want to talk to me. And as well, like the Fat Fiend live event, which the plan was to do more of to interact with fans. Yeah. But no. Yeah. Apparently well, I don't give a shit about them. I went out of my way to talk to every single person there. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to host more live events. I'm even spending thousands of extra, uh, thousands of my own pounds to kit out an office for streaming so that the entire channel can interact with our community and fan base more. But Carl, why don't you like stop dunking on fans? Why do you hate everybody so much? Why can't I send you mail? And someone as well made a really creepy point in response to that. It's like, all they need to do is send you a GPS tracker and they know where you live. And it's like, the fact that that's even a thought that popped into your head means it's a thought that pops into someone else's head and that's fucking terrifying. That's yeah, terrifying. That. Yeah. Or GPS tracking butterflies. Or homing pigeon. <laughs> and it just flies well, back. Like, but the thing is, you know, say for example, they sent you like a plushie toy. How do you know that they haven't 
stitched one into a plushy toy. Or wipe a dick on it. I mean, that, you know, I, I do that all the time, Carl. It's plus as well. If one person sends me a plush, okay, cool, that goes on my shelf behind me. That shelf's looking pretty full, and it's already full of gifts from my, you know, friends and family. What's going to happen when I get, like, 50 fucking extra things to put on that shelf, and then I've got to start throwing stuff away? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to feel like a prick for throwing away stuff that I did not ask for. Yeah, and I, I watch quite a few YouTube channels and stuff, and they often talk about, like, oh, you know, I've got this little trinket from, like, a game that a co- company sent me, and I... I kept this one thing out of the collector's edition, which means that like ninety percent of that collector's edition or whatever has just been thrown away because they can't keep everything they get sent because otherwise yeah. they would just have a um like fucking smaug's hoard of shit that they're just yeah. sitting on. It's possible I live here with my girlfriend and I don't want her to have to live in a place where just the entire flat is like just a monument to my fucking ego. Yeah, I want us to feel like we live here together. This is our place. Mm-hmm. Like I want it to feel like you know we live here. It's not like one of the reasons I got the office. Is that I don't want to feel like my work is consuming every aspect of my life. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and that's okay. why I've um, like you know, when we've moved houses, like it's nice to have this separate office room where mm. this is like my space for work, and this is my space to you know have whatever I want on display even regarding like stuff to do with the channel but then I don't want to sit there and like oh in my living room have a bunch of like my own fucking merch sitting there or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like you know it's a bit of like I guess a good way to get out of that mindset of like oh I'm at work and it is and Lucas like this is this is a dead hot this is a horse that it's like I think by now we're just playing like xylophone on the ribs of the skeleton of the horse. I think we might be, yes. Yeah, so I would like to just shift gears quickly. And would you like to hear a bad hot take? Because I, I as I often do, I've been trolling the internet for bad takes <laughs> for us to talk about on the podcast. And I've got one here that I think is just going to elicit a very specific response from you. Um, hopefully in the form of just a noise for the audio listeners. I'm going to read out just the, the title of a thread here. And just feel free to react, just like initially, with just a noise that, you know, gives away your mood, and then we can discuss it further. So, is Animal Crossing New Horizon as bad and incomplete as a lot of people say that it is? Question mark. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Uh, Like, what? I've never even heard this take before. That's the thing. That is the layers of that take, isn't it? It's not yeah. that. Is Animal Crossing incomplete? It's like, is it as incomplete and bad as people? So presumably, I, and I've never heard, like yourself, I have never heard anyone say anything bad about that game. I have only heard complete, just unwavering praise for it. Like, the only issues that I've heard and co- like commonly brought up are like, oh, well, if you want to play online with multiple people, like, having to watch every person, like, come in and out of your island is a ball ache and the menus take a while to get through. Like, I've never heard it's a, a really awful and incomplete game. Like, there is so much crammed into that fucker. I was about to say, one of the few things I know about that game is that it is so difficult to col- complete your collection because it is intended to be collected over the course of an entire year because yeah. it has actual seasons built into the game where some of the things you can collect can only be caught in certain seasons and even month to month like month to month there'll be a list of 
hears like the bugs and fish coming in and out of rotation because you know that's when those bugs are active in real life and there is an entire like museum that you can fill up with animals and fossils and then there's an entire island and there's like hundreds or is it like just nearly a hundred villagers there's like hundreds of villagers not a hundred like then there's also thousands of items with variations and it's like oh that that game is crammed and then there's like free events, free seasonal events, free seasonal updates to the game like they're still building upon it and it I, that is well, one Luca, game I Luca's. cannot understand how you could call that incomplete. Is it as bad as incomplete as a lot? And the thing is though this isn't a headline on like IGN. This is a forum post. Yes. So this course. isn't somebody trying to be contrarian on like a a website to get clicks on their article. This is a mm-hmm genuine complaint because like the actual thread is just a guy saying, oh yeah I've heard a lot of people say it's bad and then everyone like you fucking moron what are you talking about like sorry what like yeah. okay um, the nightmare bunny does exist but he's no longer you know it's no longer Easter we don't have to worry about Zipper for another year but the game's so fucking good it's so dense as well so from my understanding it. but yeah. just that thing of just <laughs> Is it as bad? It's like, no, no, it's not. No. Like, there's a reason that millions, like dozens of millions of people have spent their last year in quarantine just inside that game. Because it's so fucking good. And one of the reasons I don't have it is I'm scared. I'm scared that it would become my new forever game, like Monster Hunter did. The thing is, like, I feel like I haven't played that game very much compared to a lot of people I know with the game. Mm-hmm. And I've got my Switch right behind me, like you can see it on the camera. So I'm going to grab it and see how many hours I have logged in compared to the very small amount of time I've put in. You know, in Okay, yeah, I'm curious friends. about this as well. Is my Switch behind me? No, it's not. My Switch is in my bedroom. So I was going to do the same thing with Monster Hunter, but I don't think I'll be able to do that without leaving the room and making a bunch of mess and noise. So Stitch is no longer playing on the Switch, I'm afraid. Okay, so Stitch's Switch is gone. What we got? <laughs> so I'm going on to my profile now. Also, this is a great feature. I want more games to have this. Or more systems to tell you how many hours you play played the game. So, uh, you know, I've played Animal Crossing New Horizons for 220 hours or more. So Lucas, an incomplete game. A very incomplete game. And as I said, I feel like compared to the amount I've seen other people consume that game around me, Mm-hmm. I know, for example, my girlfriend Jenna has got at least 500 hours in that game. And I'm just like, I can't understand how you could call a game where you can like live in that world for that long and go, yeah, incomplete game. Because yeah, that's the thing um, where I mentioned, I think the last time we streamed, I mentioned that I played Monster Hunter and Monster mm-hmm. Hunter Rise does not have an end game. It does not have just an end of the game. They are, there are some new stuff yesterday. Yesterday, right? which I'm going to be yeah. checking out um, uh, soon, probably tonight when or tomorrow when I'm like, just, oh, oh, when COVID's kicking my ass, <laughs> like, and kick the monster's ass while you're getting kicked it. And by when that COVID. and when I, that happened to me, I I looked at my playtime and saw like 150 hours. And went, yeah, I am a minority case for this happening because presumably no one's going to get this far this quick mm-hmm. because they are bringing out the ending next month. But people were legit getting angry, that, what do you mean? I've played 250 hours and I've there's nothing else to do. It's like, you've got 250 hours of entertainment out of this game in less than a week. You're that, like, that's a good deal. You've got your money's worth. Really, really, like, screams out to me as a veteran Destiny player of, like, 
oh, the new content is out. Well, I've played solid for two weeks, and I've I've played for hundreds of hours, and now I've got nothing left to do. What the fuck, Bungie? Where's the game? So it's like you. It was a free update that you got like four hundred hours of entertainment out of. What the fuck are you wrong? With? What's wrong with you? I do find it funny though that of all games to launch without an end game and like you know the plan is oh we'll update over time and give you an end game later when you've like mm-hmm. done you when you're done with this content it's like Monster Hunter really like that is a dedicated ass fan base right there that is gonna plow through that game they have yeah and so have I. Mm-hmm. I've got all I've done is you know grind the end game monsters that exist at the moment. It's like you know get equipment presumably because the next few drops are going to be like it's going to be a, just a huge step up in difficulty. Yeah, presumably, and um, I saw as well like I don't know what this means, but I guess they put like an armored layer system in in the new update, which means so, you'll have yeah. to like presumably spend more time grinding out monsters to get full sets of armor. It's just so you can make your character look more distinct and unique. That's that's what it sounded like, and um, that sounds appealing to me. Cause I don't know what that meant 100%, but I was like, that sounds like something I would enjoy getting put in the game, like more armoured layers hey, and stuff. Anything to make your character a lot more distinct, I'm down. 100%. And Looking like, sick. I would like to get into Monster on the Rise. No, you don't. Like, don't get into it. Lucas, it'll consume your life. Well, that's the issue, is I already have games that consume my life. and I'm Exactly, playing, yeah. I'm playing like the start of Monster on the World slowly with some friends, but... Yeah, I think the one game that I'm going to stick end game wise with will be Destiny, but it might be fun to like get through the campaigns and that. Yeah, as someone who's played hundreds of hours of Monster Hunter, probably thousands at this point, uh, like all in all, don't get into it. Because like, if you're playing Destiny, you do not have time to play Monster Hunter. That's the thing, isn't it? Because um, right now in Destiny, it's like, well, you know, you've got like six weeks maybe at the end of the season where you, you've got a bit more of a lull and you only need to hop in for like a, a few occasional bits unless you're really dedicated mm-hmm. um so like, i feel like right now i could comfortably get into monster hunter but then in like two weeks time when the new destiny update arrives there's going to be like two months where i'm all back in on destiny and yeah. maybe i'd have to like figure out a system where i have like a roller coaster of Monster Hunter going into Destiny as like the updates going in and out of one another. Yeah, and uh, so like sticking in that vein, Lucas, like what is like um, one of the uh, the more entitled things, or um, that's one of the more entitled things. Yeah, I got it right. That you've heard come out of the mouth of a video game player, a player of the video games. Because you mentioned like as a Destiny player, you've legit. So this is something you've legit seen Destiny Two players complain about that. They've got hundreds of hours of entertainment out of the product, and they're like, "But what the fuck?" On like a what tri monthly basis, because there's a new season roughly every three months, mm-hmm. and after the first two weeks of content, that like argument swells back up, and like, I didn't get enough out of this game that I play every single day of my life. I'm gonna complain on Reddit, and it's like. Are you still playing the game every day? You're like, well, yeah. Of course I'm I am, still yeah. going to complain about it on Reddit. <laughs> Fuck off. It's like those legendary Steam reviews, isn't it? Like, um, it's okay, 5,000 hours on record. I saw one getting spread around recently of like, um, oh, 5,638 hours played of the game. Dislike this game, would not recommend. <laughs> that's that's obviously sarcastic. Those are great. I, I don't know if that is or whether it's the case of like a Destiny player where one new update has come out and they've gone, oh, I don't oh, like this and change. They, Fuck this. I'm going to dislike it. That is potential as well because like maybe they don't realise that the, it shows how much they've played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
horrible so, like it. Uh, and for me, like I've been getting way, way deep into my Mortal Kombat. Like my mm-hmm. Mortal, I like love Mortal Kombat Eleven. I've been like mm-hmm. really into watching it as well because um, of all the companies, that, like of all the fighting game companies at least, um, NetherRealm fucking support the shit out of tournaments for their game. Oh um, yes, there is at the moment there is like um, a ongoing uh, Mortal Kombat series of tournaments that have been held worldwide. So they've been held in like different like they've been held in um the EU, East and West, um the US, East and West, um Latin America, um and Oceania. So pretty much the entire world and there are like concurrent tournaments that are eventually going to come in like a world tournament of like the best of the best of the best. And they are putting like thousands and thousands of dollars into that, and then every time and there's like always like they'll always reach out to like s- smaller local tournaments and they'll put their fucking money on it because you know what we want more people playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we'll put we'll put our money where our mouth is and just being in that world and the amount of people who can play that. Yeah, but where is Combat Pack Three? So like they've already released twenty extra characters for the game, including like getting the rights for RoboCop, Rambo, the Terminator. Mm-hmm. And all that bollocks, and then they've got those three characters into the game, and they look fucking flawless. Like they are like pitch perfect, like what their original um, source material is. And then they've got all these like fan extra characters, and they've all got like a bevy of new moves, like this variation system that lets every character play differently. There is at least fifty different costumes for every single character in the game. There are over like two hours of unique interactions between each character for every character so there's like 40 hours of unique interactions a full-fledged story mode it's like yeah but where's reptile and it's like fucking hell how much more entertainment and support could this game like how much more entertainment could you get in this game and how much more support could the company be giving it and you're still fucking bitching oh i mean that reminds me of the super smash bros ultimate complaints of like we've literally brought every single fighter back, including yeah. all the third party picks. Like we've got new third party picks like fucking Sephiroth in there. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, but where's Waluigi? Yeah, we've got over one how many hours of music are in Smash Bros. now? Uh, I want to say over it's... a thousand tracks of music in Smash Bros. Yeah, there's over a thousand tracks, all of which are um phenomenal because like some of the like they're all they're all either um super high quality like original tracks from video games or mm. just phenomenal remixes using one of the best in-house bands I think belong to any studio out there. Yeah, and it's like, for example, this is um, a bit of like a, a outlier in that case, but I guess like look at, for example, Terry Bogard. And like the, the fighter pack for Terry Bogard costs you like, what, $3.99? Mm-hmm. And it includes Terry Bogard, the fighter himself from like Fatal Fury, um, King of Fighters, I think. Like, his stage, hundred percent fight is is King of Fighters stage, and then like fifty plus tracks, including like I think nineteen original remixes made by like the Smash Bros. Orchestra. So a full album, like, no, several albums worth of music. So a full albums worth of original music, and then several albums worth of just really fucking good. Um, uh, SNK music, and it's a catalog of SNK music over the years as well. Like, mm-hmm. and people, yeah, but mm, I think I think we could get a bit more support for this game. Really, like, where yeah. where's X character that's really like my favorite one? Like, where's Waluigi? Where's Gino? No, my, are you looking at this content and going, I need more? Like, how? I don't understand. So every time that we play it on stream, someone will go, oh man, um, what character do you want added to it? And our answer is always the same. And what is it, Lucas? 
it's just I, at this point it doesn't really matter because I've got everything I want in this game anyway. There are eighty characters already. What the fuck more can I ask for? Like asking for anything else at this point just feels greedy. And it's I all... checked the other day, and we've played like on my Switch like seven thousand matches of that game. Yeah, it is the forever like, game. Yeah, I, I don't care. Like I've got seven thousand matches out of this one singular fighter. Like. I don't care who the next fighter is that they've added because they've given me enough. Yeah, anything they put in is just going to add more longevity to this video game that I'm going to play the absolute ever-loving shit out of for presumably the next several years. Yeah, and every single fighter's pass, as long as they want to put fighter's pass out, I will buy it without knowing who it is just to give them money for giving me this fucking game. And, you know, add more variety and um, uh, just bullshit to the game because every new character just adds a whole bevy of potential interactions that can happen in what is essentially one of the most comprehensive physics sandboxes in a video game since, like, Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah, because you've got to think about the fact that every character has, like, unique moves with unique properties that then have to interact with every other character's unique moves and unique properties. And there's like 80 characters in the game. Yeah. And then you can add like items into the mix. You can add up to eight players into the fights. Like there's Stages. so fucking much going on. And someone in my chat sums it up very succinctly. Like you've been streaming it for months. And it's never the same stream. And um, ourselves, we have said, I say at least once per stream. Actually, we've streamed it what, at least 50 times since lockdown began. Um, that is yeah. something we have literally never seen before in the thousands mm-hmm. of games that we played. Yeah. Almost every time we play the game, there is something brand new we have never seen before mm-hmm. due to like a, an obscure interaction on a, sim- uh, a single stage that happens and we can never replicate it because you can't replicate <laughs> the series of things that led to that moment. It's like fucking hell. And then be like, yeah, but where is Master Chief? It's like he's fucking on his way. He's busy. He'll be in it <laughs> eventually. He's in Fortnite, fucking hell. Yeah, he's too busy drinking his fucking energy drinks. Oh, God. I absolutely adore <sighs> the fact that, like, Halo Infinite marketing just, like, they've clearly made deals throughout the past year, like, for to come out over the past year. In so, anticipation like, of... And even, you know, post-release, like, to keep pushing the game. And you, like, every couple of months you'll see, like, Oh, this new Master Chief game, like, or this new Master Chief thing. I went into um, like the local shop, and it was like, oh, here's a tube of Pringles with Halo Master Infinite Chief on it. On it. <laughs> because I was just like, all right then. That reminds right. me a little bit, uh, my girlfriend, because when she went to Japan, she purposely grabbed as many things as she could that say on them: Japan 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Oh. <laughs> Because you think eventually they're going to be collectors' items. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like the Olympics that never happened. So we've got like a bunch of stuff just in the other room that's like Olymp- Tokyo Olympics 2020 on them. It's like, oh, no, it's not. I love that shit. Yeah. It's great. I, I was so... Do- I got you to get me a t-shirt. Like, I wanted a t-shirt to like Tokyo 2020. Like, an official one. But I couldn't find one. It's that thing is, you know, like the money's already been put down to put yeah. all these things into production. And, it's already like, been These bought. things take fucking weeks and months and like contracts to go through and blah, blah, blah. Like... Th- these are not things that you can simply go, shit, we've delayed the game or we've delayed the Olympics. Like, yeah. just stop. Like, it's like, nope, it's been done. It's too late. Like, these are things that took years to set in motion. It's very difficult to stop it. And if you do, it's going to cost more money than if you just put it out. Yeah. Exactly. Because, like, you're not going to convince Pringles. Like, well, we can still sell the Pringles. We don't care if, like, the code you put on them to redeem for Halo Infinite fucking double XP weekends isn't valid. That's your fucking problem. We're gonna, we'll just sell them for a pound. 
the thing is, Carl, you've kind of annoyed me though, because I remember them saying that all those codes will be valid when the game comes out, and I didn't note down my Pringles code. God damn it. Missing out on whatever the fuck that Pringles code was. Oh man, like, the thing is I love about Pringles is I, I like them so much I can't eat them, because I know. Uh, and the thing is, when it comes to Pringles, like it's dangerous for me, because I know that the amount of them I would eat, I'd measure in feet and inches. Um, once you pop, Carl. Yeah, you can't stop. You can't stop. Like, I know that I could like smash like three tubes of Pringles and have <laughs> around Christmas time. Like my mum always buys like all the tubes of Pringles and the boxes yeah. of uh, chocolates and stuff, and I will smash so many tubes of Pringles when I'm at home. Apart from like, uh, we've got one friend that like brings to like pretty much every single like occasion like, a it? tube of just plain salted Pringles. What the fuck is he but doing? Then never wants the plain salted Pringles. And leaves them alone and just like, yeah, this is my contribution. I'm going to go get all the good flavors. Yeah, the thing is, the unopened plain Pringles just stay with us and we're like, I respect that. But I kind of wish um, they sold a worse flavor, like flavorless. Do you know that (laughs) joke, like in uh, The Simpsons, where Flanders has ice cream that has no flavor? Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't even get vanilla, he gets flavorless ice cream. I want to buy that. I want to know. Because I get the argument that people will make of like, yeah, but if you go into like, a, you know, a party or an occasion or whatever, it's the it's the plain flavor. It's the plain one that you bring, so you're not going to offend anyone by bringing it. But it's like, okay, but realistically, in this group of ten people, you don't want it. So how many other people do? It's like, yeah, it's no like, one's ever going to be upset with vanilla ice cream. But at the same time, people also not going to be upset with chocolate ice cream. And people probably aren't going to go for the, like, plain ice cream either. And you know what, Lucas? Fuck it, let's go. Right, most top-tier flavour of crisps. So we did these ones with biscuits, I think, last year. Yeah, we did, yeah. And I want to like, and we're going to include all of crisp kind, with the exception of Pringles, which aren't crisps. People don't know, the definition of a crisp is, like, uh, for Americans, like, that's a chip for you. It has to be made of sliced and then fried potato. Um... Pringles are not crisps or chips because they are mashed potato that is flattened and then baked. So uh, Doritos also do not count as crisps. They are tortilla chips, yeah. Yes, they are, yeah. So with that caveat out of the way, Lucas, what for you is the most top tier of top tier crisps? Like If you can have any bag of crisps going, what are you going to pick? Now, the thing to me is, like, are we going for top tier in terms of like just to you. Mm. Like, what we can do go f- I want, like, yeah. what what one bag would I want? Or is it the what bag would I always pick every time? And the yeah. one that I would pick every time, like, consistency-wise, is salt and vinegar. Okay, so salt and vinegar. But what brand of salt and vinegar? Because they're not all the same. They're not. But the thing is, I, I vary because, like, sometimes I'm, like, really in the mood for, like, McCoy's. Oh, the big old ridges, yeah? They're like, they're really like, got a real tanginess to them. But then mm-hmm. sometimes I'll go for like, you know, a bit of a fancy one, like a kettle kettle chips. And they're like the sea salt and balsamic vinegar. And they've got okay, like yeah. Get a bit fancy. of a different taste to them. And like, I, depending on the day, I would like a different variation of salt and vinegar. Okay, so what I'm going to go for, I'm going to like, specifically the flavour is smoky bacon. And any variation of smoky bacon... It's my favourite flavour with the potential, um, uh, like, just upset of cheese and onion, if it's good cheese and onion. And I'll get to that in a second. But I'm going to specifically go for Golden Wonder Smoky Bacon Crisps. 
Oh, if, yes. Oh, if yeah, no know. one's out there has had the Golden Wonder Smoky Bacon Chris, they're one, fucking awesome, and two, <laughs> they fill that bag to the fucking brim. Mm. And it has so much Smoky Bacon flavour on there, it is incredible. Yeah. And I just contend that is the most top tier of top tier crisps because it's the best flavour and it has the what you want, which is a shit ton of crisps and a shit ton of flavour. Yeah, that is true. That is like, true. Nothing, nothing beats Golden Wonder Smoky Bacon and you so rarely find them nowadays. Well, one that I want to throw into the mix, I've just double-checked the uh, the name of the flavour. Okay. It's again McCoy's because I'm a big, big fan of McCoy's. Uh, the Sizzling King Prawn. McCoy's. I've not had those. Really nice, but you can't ever get them in like any of the multi-pack ones. You've okay. got to get like the individual bags from like a corner shop or whatever. Okay, I, I, I'm not, I've not tried those, but I, I they guess. are they are very nice. It's like them and like the sweet chili one, sweet chili, uh, sweet chicken ones that they do. Uh, let, let's okay, one. the Thai sweet chicken ones that they do as well. They're nice, but yeah, like. The sizzling prawn ones are one of those that I never see them anywhere. So when I do see them, I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, let's get a fair bag enough. Of those. Yeah. Right, and the other one that I'm going to give shout outs to is the giant bags of sensations that you can get. And mm-hmm. it is the mature cheddar and sweet chutney. Oh, yeah. Or, that's a good one. Alternately, it's just smoky bacon, but fancy, which is the, um, uh, the honey baked bacon or honey baked ham. Yes. Or ma- yes oh, sorry, maple bacon. Which is really Maple nice. bacon, yeah. And that, so that's let, the let, name. Let me get Sensations flavours up, because I need to uh, double-check the name of these ones as well. Yeah, because the Sensations, if people are wondering, these are just like, they're crisp, but they make them slightly fancier flavours. So it's Again, basically, it's, similar it's, to like when I was saying uh, with the, like, the sea salt and balsamic vinegar kettle chips. Salt and vinegar. Yeah. Like, uh, kettle chips also are fucking awesome. Kettle so chips Carl, are, like, way up there. Uh, when we're on the Sensations train, mm-hmm. want to recommend to you... The Japanese sweet wasabi and ginger. Okay, I'm going to have to add these now. The thing is, well, I know that I can smash crisp like no one's business. <laughs> oh, so God, that's why the I... camera's gone. Oh, God. Oh, God, no, the camera must have run out of battery. It must have run out of battery. Because uh, that's one of the things we were testing today, is Ooh. it does the USB... So you can still hear me, yes? I can still hear you. Folks yeah. at home still hear me. Okay, yeah. One of the things we were testing is how long does the battery last? Ah, okay. Because we're not sure if um, uh, the camera, when it's plugged in via USB, does the battery inside get charged and will it um, power itself under its own power or just from the USB power? And evidently... Um, <laughs> we we'll find not... it out live. We found out live that is not the case and I will, it seems, um, have to invest in the thing we have for the camera in the office, which is just a rechargeable battery pack that plugs in. And yeah. never leaves the camera side. But yeah, I'm glad to have learned that information. That's why this was a test. Mm-hmm. And I can fix that now live um, if it's going to be something that bothers people, I suppose. Uh, I'm guessing that it's going to be. So for our audio listeners, yeah. I'm really sorry you're going to hear me clinkling and crankling with some stuff in the background. I'm going to be moving around the room as I try and get my old... Um, uh, there it is. Oh, God. There oh, we God. go, yeah. And um, I'll mention my chat, like, sensations are... Again, like a fancier version of like normal crisps that you get over here. Uh, they're just like Walker's crisps. So um, essentially, if like American version is like Lay's. Okay. Uh, so they're just like the fancy version of the Slightly fancier crisps. I'll quickly fix my webcam now. Yeah. So. I, when I say fancy, like fancy, because the end of the day, it's Ooh. like potato crisps. Like. There we go. So, so Luke's my back. You are back. The lines are back with you. 
Okay, so I'm back. Yeah, so you can see like the dropping camera quality now. But you yeah, can, well, yeah, we tried, we tested it, it worked. And hopefully it does it work, too, but then uh, you just need to obviously like sort out the uh, the battery problem. But yeah, it's all good. It's all or good. only stream for an hour at a time. <laughs> That's a way like, to get around, though. isn't it? Like, oh, well, uh, unfortunately, my camera's out. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go now, guys. Sorry about that. And uh, Lucas, like, we talked about our favorite flavors, and now what I want to do is like similar to the biscuit argument, not argument, like discussion we had a year ago. Like, what would you say then is the most top tier flavor of crisp? Just in terms of if you offered somebody this crisp, like they're going to say yes. Like, what do you think has the most universal appeal of the crisp world? Because when it came to biscuits, I think we agree that it's the chocolate digestive. Because while it's no one's favorite, or it's a few people's favorite, but nobody ever says no to a golden uh, to a chocolate digestive. So what do you think is like the crisp equivalent of just like the chocolate digestive in the sense that no one's ever going to say no when you offer them one of these crisps? Mm, that is a good question because like... Crisps are way more subjective, I feel, aren't they? Because they're savoury. Especially like, yeah, in, uh, at least in Britain anyway, I feel like they're quite a divisive subject. Um, And I to feel like some, sometimes I would be like, you know, like a ready salted, you know, just a plain one. And then someone would be like, what, why are you offering me a ready salted? Like they're plain as fuck. But then yeah. you go, oh, do you want uh, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? And people are like, oh, no, they're way too strong or a breathed smell. Yeah. And that's why I think it might be smoky bacon because before anyone cuts in. I was in, thinking like a meat flavor. Because before anyone cuts in and says, well, isn't smoky bacon not vegetarian? Here's the thing in the UK. Smoky bacon is vegetarian. It has been for decades. Because one of the I think weird it facts... it does depend on the crisps. No, like one of the weird facts about crisps is that the artificial flavouring for bacon is vegan. Uh, oh, but, just specifically bacon. Uh, the flavouring for bacon or the meaty flavours, it's all basically the same thing in different um, quantities, is vegan. And the fact that used to be um, just bandied about a couple of years ago is no longer the case now because they fixed it. Is um, that um, crisps like salt and vinegar and cheese and onion were not vegan because they used an ingredient, like, I think that was derived from the lining of a cow's stomach for one of the flavours. Oh, right. Um, but they didn't do the same thing for smoky bacon. I believe all crisps are vegan now. Um, um, all vegetarian, all at least. cases, because Jenna is vegetarian. I can't remember which brands, but I remember every now and then checking, and either it might be that they weren't veggie, or maybe it was that they just weren't clearly marked as vegetarian, so she didn't want to take yeah. the risk. I'm not sure. So before anyone says, like, oh, wouldn't vegetarians not be a bit smoky bacon? No, vegetarians can eat most kinds of smoky bacon crisps. That's why I think. Uh, potentially, I think the, yeah, the meaty ones are probably less offensive. Like, or roast the, chicken, maybe. Yeah, like a, a, one of those, like the roast chickens, the smoky bacon, the, the like, uh, barbecue beef or whatever you want to call them. Never- like, yeah, they're never as overpowering as like just salt and vinegar because vinegar is very sharp and then the salt obviously has its own distinct flavour. Then cheese and onion has like you no know, very, very distinctive cheesy waff that not everybody likes. Yeah, people, well, why do all my breath to smell like cheese or onion? Yeah, it's, it's like, not like yeah. bacon, mate. Rub it on yourself. People love it. Or you could be like me, you have like the beef and onion crisps. Fucking smeared into your face. Good oh. fucking Bobby Beef head for a fucking two year of my life, man. <laughs> Ridiculous, but yeah, that's uh, I, I, I'm curious about like, because savory food tends to the be uh, one I want to bring up. Though, I know we clarified they're not crisps, mm-hmm. the ones say crisp, but like in that vein of product, say maybe just like the tangy cheese Dorito. 
No, I think Tangy Cheese is too like cool. I'd say Cool Original if you want to bring Doritos in there because I don't know anyone who doesn't like or would always like get. I don't. I don't really eat Cool Original personally. Ah man, it's the salted Doritos are really boring, but Cool Original, it's just like it's just yeah. I think it's Cool Ranch in America for Americans watching. Yeah, like but, I don't think I would necessarily turn one down if someone went eat one of these, but I, if there's a bowl of like food out, I would never touch them. Ah, uh, you'd always go for the original cheesy. I'd I'd go for the the tangy cheese or like the chili, okay. chili heat wave or something, but obviously chili like that's not not going to be it for everyone. Well, I figured it out. If we're going to start including like you know crisps are crisps because I guess we we kind of have to if we want to like you know get the most the one that just gets everybody. Mm. It's the hula hoop, mate. I don't know anyone's going to turn down. But what flavor hula hoop? The, just the um, the ready salted, salted. Hula hoop. The ready salted hula. It's the only ready salted flavor that I think people like because oh no, I know or skips. Because every fucker loves skips and quavers. I don't think everyone loves skips because that's prawn cocktail. But it, what about quavers then? Maybe quavers. Quave people fucking love quavers. Can't yeah. beat a bag of quaves. <laughs> the quaver quave. No one can stop the bag of quavers. And like Americans are like, the fuck is all this shit? What are quavers? Yeah. And I don't know what the American equivalent of quavers are. I don't know. I don't think yeah. they have an American equivalent because like what's it's our cheese puffs. Yeah. But quavers are just their own distinct thing. Um, American equivalent to quavers. I'm just having a quick check. I don't think they have one. The first answer just says, like, I don't think that we have one. Yeah, they don't. Like, they're missing out on the quavers, man. Yeah. It... Someone says, like, they look a little bit like Fritos, but it doesn't look like a... Oh, oh do you know what it'd be, mate? I, I tell you what it is. It is Beef and Onion Space Raiders. Who the fuck is going to turn down a bag of Space Raiders? That is true. You get to build them yourself, Carl. Yeah, Space Raiders are fucking awesome. As well, they're like 10 pieces of bags like this big. <laughs> so you get like four Space Raiders in there. I well, think it what, might be Space Raids. What was... Was it Space Raiders or was it a different one that was like... The, the car. car. That was Transformer car. Snacks. Transformer oh, there we go, yeah. Transformer Snacks. The hot and spicy Transformer Snacks. Uh, me they and were incredible. Being brought back to like fucking 90s corner shops right now. Yeah, being given 50p by your um, uh, your auntie or your uncle in centre yeah. shop and you get the bag of... Uh, it's like, well, walkers cost like 35p. I can only get one of those. Like, If I oh. got like some Transformer Snacks, I can get like two packets of them and some sweets. Yeah, like, they're 24. Uh, they're 20p a packet. Yeah. Like, well, then, that, that, you know what? We can expand this now. What is the most top tier, like, corner shop suite? Oh. And specifically, I'm going to say corner shop suites are non brand name. Because if you're, okay, yeah, if, yeah. Like, if, like, and people don't know, like, in the UK, there's a very distinct thing known as the corner shop. And it is uh, just like a, just a local owned just shop, usually on a corner, hence the term corner shop, that generally does not sell a lot of brand name things. Yeah, they like, generally sell, like, cheap equivalents of yeah but because they're cheap equivalents when you're a kid you can get more of them so they have things like that's when you get things like bar lemonade which i contend is better than seven up or sprite or any of the the bigger brands bar lemonade kicks the shit out of all of them mate i flipped my lid when i found out my local corner shop when i moved it sells bar bubble gum bar bubble gum soda yeah it's sugar free it's all sugar free it's been sugar free for a decade they were on that shit before it was trendy Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and they have like bubble bubble gum, like limeade, cherryade, lemonade, like oh, yeah. it, it's great. And as you say, sugar free as well. 
Yeah, by bar lemonade. I'm just gonna like drop out there. Did you ever have the um, uh, the cherry drops? Ooh, yeah, the cherry drops. Cause they're like they're, they're, there's no like brand name equivalent of those. Because who the fuck's gonna talk about cherry drops, man? Cherry drops and then a can of bar lemonade. <laughs> just, oh, that was the fucking shit right there when you're a kid. See, like I was always after like the chew bars. Ooh, the whams. Like things fucking like wham bar. Like I buy one bars to this day, Carl. I still get one bars, yeah. Um, yeah, we've still got some like stuff left over from Halloween. I mean, we're going. Like, Should we like pour this? Away? It's like no, because sometimes, like I just like to get like a can of diet coke and a wham, just mm. to feel like a kid again. It's like, oh, I like my wham. Like, if people don't know what wham bars are. They're like, um, you know, I'm trying to think of one without stuffing, but like the the like chew bars. No, they're, they're like. Just, you know, you can get like Vimto chew bars and stuff like that. I, I, I'm trying to think of like the American equivalent. They must have them. But then they also have like... The one with popping candy in. The, the, they have like bits of like popping candy that are super sour inside. Yes. The and it's like, oh, it tastes so good. And it's like in that same vein as well, the fucking, the chomp. Does chomp anything... Bars. But Carl, I'll tell you what bees the chomp. The curly whirly. The curly whirly. Do I, like, have we talked about my mate who nearly had his eye taken out by a curly whirly? I think you've said this. Like yeah. where he used to keep his curly whirlies in the fridge, and someone like fucking wanged it across the room fucking, and twatted him in the eye. I tell you what, like curly whirlies in the fridge are top tier. They are, and um, I remember when my old dog Cracker, my dad would take him for a walk every evening, and my mum got really mad when he found out that my dad would walk to the shop, get a fudge, and then share the fudge with the dog. <laughs> Because he thought like, the dog's not losing any weight and my dad was walking like 10 minutes down the road getting a chocolate bar and sharing it with the dog. People wondering, like, fudgers, I know chocolate's bad for dogs, there's barely any fucking chocolate they on are, these there's things. There's a slight layer of chocolate around the fudge. but Yeah, yeah like, and it's barely fucking... It's the chocolate that you have in calendars, so it's like... But, because it's wrapped around the fudge mm. and you just give the dog just a little bit of fudge and it was like fucking... It was loving it. But she got so mad when she found out he was going to the shop. He was walking to the shop to get a fucking chocolate bar and walking back. But he won't buy anyone else one. Oh, God. Because that's the thing, like, because obviously if people knew he was running, he'd have to do the, the run and he'd have to get everybody a chocolate bar to have a cup of tea. And he'd got, like, three kids and a wife. It's like, fuck that. I'm just going to go for, like, some time with the dog and get a fucking fudge. The thing is, though, being an adult going to corner shop is very different because I know I have a bit of disposable income. It's dangerous, I, isn't it? I go in there and I'm like, oh, there's a wham bar there. Oh, there's some millions. Oh, yeah, a nice lollipop there. And I'll come out with like a tenner's worth of sweets and bar bubblegum. Like, what the fuck's just happened? Because they got you. That's how they know. They know that yeah. they're going to get you in that way. And like the one that just I see and I go, I need to get these. Like, when I spot them, because they're so rare, is um, Anna Seed Balls. <gasps> yeah. Which come in yes, like, a little God. packet and you make that little clink. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking incredible. And they turn your mouth red. Yeah, they do. They yeah. turn your mouth red. And because I get them, and they're really great to put inside vodka. Oh, okay. Like if you drop one of those in a vodka lemonade, and it's it's basically like putting in Star of Anise, but you pour. It's great. Mm, that sounds a bit like it. Like, give it a bit of like a Sambuca-y taste. That it does, yeah. Like, seed, yeah. yeah, chuck them in um, uh, like a, a gin and tonic or something like that. Maybe not gin and tonic, because obviously gin's like kind of like nice. Very high quality, bitter. But, like, yeah. but like, chuck them in a vodka, it's like fucking sorted. And yeah, they are fair. they are lethal for me. Man, I spot like, them. I can smash light in an entire box. That's the thing is, I love. I, you know, I'm a I'm a fan of 
American like candy that gets imported over and stuff. But I've always had that idea in my head of like, you know, similar to you being like, oh, I want a bar one day. Like, when I was a bit younger, I thought to mm-hmm. myself, I really want like an old fashioned English sweet shop. Like, I, I, just because... For nothing other than I want to eat the fucking sweets. Yeah, I'm going to smash like, it all. You you see those um, shops pop up and pop down like fucking nothing because no one goes in them. Not to mention as well, like the, um, what's the word now? Like the profit margins are razor thin. Yeah, like in my head, it would be great. Realistically, I don't want to do it. It's the Similar same thing. Similar to like bars and restaurants and stuff like I love the concept of having this like perfect bar or a restaurant or shop in my head, but it's not worth the hassle for the profits that you get normally. Especially as well these days where you know all it's going to be is arguing with people wearing masks. <laughs> and you know what? Like, I think now that I'm just craving a bar lemonade, I might have to go to the shop and get a bar lemonade before our next floor. <laughs> so, uh, for people in my chat, uh, you can press exclamation point Lucas now to enter Lucas's chat because um, we're going to do some Q&A. Um, so if we you want to ask us some questions, you know why, Lucas? Because I care about my fans. Contrary to what people may have heard elsewhere. But yes, if you've got any questions for us, um, you can ask uh, questions in my chat now, if you're listening. Or you can do um, uh, the same in Lucas's chat, and we'll go through a few of those um, uh, in a couple of minutes. But before that, Lucas, is there anything you'd like to plug for the people at home? Yeah, I will just do my usual plug. Uh, you can find me doing my usual gaming content over on, like, YouTube and here on Twitch and it's just Legend of Kanto mm-hmm. um, you know last Friday um, on my YouTube channel Carl and I started playing Link's Awakening on the Switch Hell yeah. so that's had like uh, two episodes up and the next one's going out on Friday so that's a new series for everyone to enjoy yours like bumbling around I think it's Kohulin Island yeah and then for us um Oh, no, 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 for me, just Google Carl Smallwood, you'll find me. I've got, like, a gaming channel with stuff on it, and I think we're not playing Outriders anymore, are we? Because I know we kind of, like, committed to doing a Outriders playthrough, but we're not doing that anymore. Uh, no, but that's Outriders' fault. Yeah, we tried. Point. We gave that game, like, I'd argue more chance than it deserved. For we the gave level it of... three streams of it not working properly and just having to bang our heads against a metaphorical wall. So instead, we're going to play is it ultim- the Ultimate Edition of Gears of War. I hope it's that's the one I downloaded. So well, we... that's the one I downloaded, so there <laughs> we go. So we'll be playing that um, several hours after this stream goes live for people watching, but for the people um, listening to this after the fact, if you check out um, either of our channels, you'll no doubt find like a stream archive of us just playing through um, uh, Gears of War. Like uh, the ult- I'm curious to see what they do with the Ultimate Edition. And what makes it ultimate? Uh, is it just the I, same engine they use for five? I think that it's like they just launched it in the engine that I think at the time it would have been they had for like four. Okay. Because it was like close towards like the, the launch of Xbox One. I'm, I'm can't quite remember, but it's basically just it runs better and it looks a lot nicer. It's just in the new upgraded engine. Fair enough. Okay, then yeah, we'll move that out of the way, Lucas. Do you have any questions in your chat? From the lovely uh, folks at home. Or in your Discord, I believe you have a Discord where you have like questions and things. Yes, I do. So like, if people aren't aware, uh, I have a Discord that you can get through my Patreon, uh, the big D tier. So I will just check if I have any questions in that at the moment. There's also Uh, you want to kick off one. I was going to say, no one's asking any questions in my chat, which makes it super easy for me. But we were going to talk about something about the the podcast, weren't we? We forgot. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, isn't Spotify going to do something? If you've got questions, you can ask them. But I guess in the meantime, we're just going to cover this. 
So, so what is it uh, that we can do with the podcast, Lucas? What is it we're able to do? Also, so, like a new option that we have as I put this back onto the camera. Um, the Spotify are like have let us now sign up to basically make subscriptions available on the podcast, like okay. paid subscriptions. Um, so I've just clicked on the article here. It's like from Spotify.com itself. It's introducing paid subscriptions made simple for you and your listeners. And it's just essentially that uh, from our end, you can set up a monthly price. And the image that they give um, is like $2.99 a month, $4.99 a month, or $7.99 a month. And you can essentially go in and choose for episodes to be subscription only. Like release like um, a week later or something, I suppose. Uh, or you could make it subscription only and then update it a week later to not be subscribers only and stuff like that. So you essentially give like early access, if it will. Um, and we basically just, like I sent it over to Carl, like this is a new thing Spotify are doing. Um, what are your thoughts? And just like we thought we could share Mench- our thoughts on here. Yeah, and mention it on a stream, see if we get some live feedback. And I don't really have any strong feelings about it because I think the moment you pull up a paywall, you're just going to lose um, a majority of your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and um, well, then again, no, no fucker listens to these, so why would I give a shit? I mean, you know, you get a fair amount of listeners, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is, I, you know, said to Carl, look, I know that we've mentioned a few times I get paid from this podcast because Carl pays me from the big Wangus company, but mm-hmm. Carl doesn't actually earn revenue of these, so not at all. I brought it to Carl's attention, like, look, mate, this is a way for you to actually, you know, not be losing money every single week off these podcasts. Yeah, so maybe we'll do something about that. Maybe if people listen to the audio version of this, because presumably there's more of an audience for that, and you've listened this far, presumably you are one of the more dedicated listeners of the podcast, reach out to us both on social media. Let us know yeah, your thoughts. Yeah, for sure. And that'll give I will us a mention, glimpse. like, the, you know, we could essentially put the, the, the podcast behind, like, a paywall. You could do it, like, a week early for subscribers. Um, something I've mentioned, Carl, is we could keep like, you know, weekly episodes free and do like a bonus episode every month for like, like a subscriber or something or like that. Or spoiler episodes and things like that. Yeah, um, and there's multiple ways we can do it, but we just don't want to like necessarily commit to anything without just saying we don't really know what works best and I guess yeah. the listeners are... Yeah, and getting feedback from our audience because it ultimately affects them more than it affects us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you are one of the listeners and you reach out to the social media, give us your thoughts. But in the meantime, Lucas, got a question here. Um, thoughts on the new Mortal Kombat movie? I've not watched it. Uh, yeah, I've not watched it either. Easy. There we I, go. It's just a, a pro tip. Um, if there's a movie coming out during the pandemic and they're charging you 20 quid to see it, I've not seen it. I'm not paying 20 fucking quid to watch a movie. With the exception of King Kong vs. Godzilla, because it became it came <laughs> highly recommended by a close friend, and I yes. trusted their opinion enough that it was worth spending that money, and it was. I think both me and Jenna were invested enough to like pay the twenty quid for like maybe a Marvel movie, just because um, it's part of culture. Yeah. Because yeah, it's part of like the ongoing series of movies. But generally speaking, we've just been happy to wait. Like we were tempted by Mulan, um, but then it was like. A few months later on Disney Plus anyway, it's like, why pay? Um, and you had, like, no interest in, like, just, why would I pay? You've already got the original Mulan on here, and it's got all the songs. So I, I and think it's I'm, got Mushu in it. Like, it's categorically a better version anyway. It is, yeah. Eddie Murphy's involved. So it's, yeah. a, good, it's a good project. So, Lucas, any questions from your chat or your, or your super secret Discord that you don't share with anyone else? 
Yeah, a uh, couple from a Discord. Um, okay, go for it. There's Lay one, them on me. One asking us uh, to do some bad mocking accents in the way that like uh, Americans do poor British accents. So I'm going to skip over that one just because I don't want to be seen doing a really bad accent. I'm a bit self-conscious about that kind of stuff. Yeah, accent's uh, not my forte. No, definitely Also, that's not, not a question. Uh, but someone else said, uh, like, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Um, if it was in America, fuck Donald Trump. If it was in the UK, fuck Boris Johnson. <laughs> that's actually... That's all, I'd, all I've got to say. Uh, the one I wanted to say was just a billboard of Take Back the Snyder Cut. <laughs> and put it next to the other one. <laughs> just like take it back. Three week, hire out one and I like take back the Snyder cut. Like we don't want it. Yeah, just reject it. Like it's been critically and commercially rejected. Um, it's fuck. It sucks so much ass. Get rid. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a, if I had a chance to say something that publicly, it would just be something like that. Yeah. Someone asked uh, earlier, like off the top of my head. How big would you say your video game libraries are? Not counting things like Game Pass, and you can see like, it. You can see it behind me. It's fucking uh, it's hundreds of fucking games just on a shelf, or yeah, stacked like, all over the back. I've got like a a bunch of Nintendo games behind me on a bookcase, and like a few shelves worth of games on here, and like some digital games, but nothing compared to what you see on like YouTube of these YouTubers with like just walls and walls of bookcases and bookcases and bookcases of games and shit. Mm. So probably compared to other people you see like online that make it out like that's a normal thing, probably not that many. Yeah. Plus probably a well, couple hundred games. And they make it their entire personality and I'm not about that. Like, I play video games. Video games are not my life or my the single defining trait uh, mm-hmm. by which I want to be identified on now. So I, I don't really give a fuck. I collect the games that I like or I want to have a hard copy of. And it's, yeah. it's that simple. And then we've got a question. It's probably for you uh, more than me. What Legend of Zelda moment were you not expecting? Hmm. Trust me, I've only played the one game in the series so far, so um, I don't know whether or not I expected it or not because I didn't know what to expect going into the game. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, other than, you know, every moment in Breath of the Wild ever fucking happened because that game's just a box of surprises waiting to happen. Yes. Uh, like obviously going into spoilers here. For what? So I'll give for people a moment for Wind Waker. Okay, a, like a decade uh, old game at this point. Yeah, like a nearly twenty year old game. Uh, so you know, people, you've got your chance. You had twenty years, but um, just the fact that like you are in a world that like doesn't seem like Hyrule. You're on the Great Sea, and then it turns out that oh, actually, this is Hyrule. And the, like, goddesses didn't know what to do to stop Ganondorf, so they just flooded the entire world. Oh, that's rough. And it's like, we don't know what to, like, the hero doesn't show up. Like, it's the whole thing with the timelines. But, like, basically, they think a hero, aka Link, is going to arrive, and no one does. So it just goes in, the world goes into panic mode, and they have to just drown the whole world. It's like, the fuck you, you didn't win. It's like, <laughs> yeah, have Ganon have fun ruling over the waves. What? <laughs> Easy. Done. And uh, yeah, I have, again, I have no uh, answer for that because I've not played enough of the series to know what to be surprised by and what not to be. But, and then, Lucas, any final questions in your chat? Mine seems to be fairly quiet, which is good for me. Yeah, well, I've won. Uh... 
you know, again, opposite way round. I can't really make much of a comment on, but you okay. can. Uh, so what would you guys say is like your favourite or least favourite monsters from Monster Hunter? That's uh, mean, they're all... They all fall into archetypes after a while. Mm. So like every like there's like your wyvern monsters, there's your like your dragon monsters, um, and there's like the weird like snake like ones. I'm not sure the them. So I don't have a really a favorite one, but I do have a least favorite. It's the Rathalos. The Rathalos can go fuck itself. It's a terrible, terrible monster to fight. I hate that it's the box enemy, and it's mm. the one that's the most iconic because it spends almost all of the time you fight it in the air where you can't hit it with any of your moves. Yeah, because I remember trying to fight it in Monster Hunter World. Like, I'd just gotten to the point where I could probably fight one. And it's like, it keeps flying away and flying into the air. And oh, oh. Like, all it does is fly away and leave the area. And then usually go to an area that takes you a good, like, three minutes to get to. Mm-hmm. And the ways that you can down it, you can down it, but I don't want to carry a bunch of that one item for this one enemy. When every right. other enemy, like, you know, fights me like a fucking man. So you're a giant <laughs> dragon and you're running away from me. Stop it. So I, I hate the Rathalos. Um, and because it's on the box it's like you know the one I guess the most loving it has the most moves and it has the most mm-hmm. like um, uh, things associated with it it's the one as well that you probably has to fight the most it's like ugh I'm but, so fucking yeah. sick of fighting the Rathalos <laughs> and I, I can't really answer because I don't know that many monsters off the top of my head anyway but uh, someone asked like we did mention this at, uh, like the other week but mm-hmm. we didn't actually talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier oh yes yes um, yes yes so that's probably something we should address. We didn't do like a spoiler cast. Yeah, we were planning to do a spoiler cast for the um, um, the Win- Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, right up until both myself and Lucas watched the final episode and realised, yeah, we're not we're not equipped to have the conversation that we feel is like needed and you know required about a show like this because it is um, very very heavily steeped in the black experience in America, um, neither of which myself and Lucas can empathise with, and we didn't think it would be. Um, just fair, or even just that appropriate for myself and him to just like you know try and yeah. geek out over something that is really trying to have a serious conversation or make a very serious point, albeit through the medium of like you know a comic book TV show. Yeah, it's it's very focused on that story, and like if we take the conversation out about that story, there's not much left. Like the the side story, so be it. Like you know, we're not substantial enough that we thought we needed to do a podcast about it, but yeah. Yeah, as we said, like two white English guys talking about like a story about being black in America, we probably don't have the best perspective. We don't know, and any perspective we do have on it is going to be limited and just you know not all that useful to anybody. Mm-hmm. So we, do, like, you know, recommend going and finding more um, like educated opinions on that. Yeah, and um, I'll keep my opinions to myself about the show. It's very good. I enjoyed it. Um, but I just don't feel that you know my particular input is needed in this conversation. Yeah, totally. Now, which goes um, hand in hand with the views of one of like the showrunners or the showrunner. I forget. Um, but where he just said, "Yeah, this is going to be one of the blackest Marvel properties made," and it is. Yeah, uh, that was a comment that I thought like, "Hmm, that's a bit weird to to make that statement." But after seeing it, yeah, one hundred percent, yeah. And um, myself and Lucas thought if. Any dis like, any discussion we have about it is just going to like either skirt around those issues, which isn't fair because like, you know they're so prevalent and prominent in the show, and, and by doing that we're going to like you know it's going to feel at least to me and that we're diminishing them. Yeah, we're doing a bit of a disservice to the story that way. 
Yeah, and it's not that. It's just that we don't feel qualified to talk about them. And I bet you anything, there are plenty of fucking white dudes out there I think they can. There's a bunch of them. Yes, if you want to hear... If you want to hear a... um, a fucking pasty white dude talk about the black experience in America as it's presented through the lens of Falcon and Soldier. You can no doubt find someone doing that right now, but I'd recommend you don't go find a creator um, who is a person of colour because they're going to have a much more nuanced and educated opinion about that. Yeah, 100%. And like I've listened to a few reactions online and uh, you can definitely see the difference in like the people who are black and not black talking about that show. And it means very different things to those people. Yeah. Uh, and it's just not yeah. a conversation we feel that our input is required on. So you know what? We're going to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, it was an enjoyable show. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'll say. And I think, you know what? We can end on that. And for people watching at home, uh, we're going to be back online in a couple of hours playing Gears of War Ultimate. But we're listening at home. Yeah. Um, let us know your opinions on a um, subscription model for the podcast. Good or bad. You know, we're indifferent. Yeah, totally. And you can um, find my socials. Like I normally use Twitter the most. So, like, hit me up at Canto Legend underscore, and I will try and endeavor to, to like, look through all of those um, things. Whether you like, I think my DMs are open. So either DM me or tweet me. Let me know. Yeah, and I, I'll endeavor to like, you know join in that conversation too. Because you know what, it's, it affects like, you know a sizable number of people. I'd, I'd hope. Yeah. But, yeah. See you next time.